It's football time, and we scored a dime. Football's on, so let's smoke a bomb. TGIF. On this week's episode of Thank God It's Fantasy, the gang has a very special guest on to once again discuss the Dan Levitard show with Stugat's Fantasy Draft. Starring, I'll Be Damned It's Wes as Commissioner. Squirrely Dan's older brother as the Godfather. He's got the goods too as DraftKings' worst nightmare. And featuring Capo as Capo of the Stugat's Army. Wade Jones as Wade Jones. And our very special guest, singer, writer, producer, and all-around swell fella, Yeti Blanc! And Drinks with Ron is Ernest T. Bass. We join this episode already in progress. Well, now that I'm tethered to the machine, though, Ron, I can't run to the refrigerator for more beers, so I had to get a cooler, but it's not. It's only got eight in there. I don't know if I'm going to make it an hour or not with this. <laughs> well, what are we, we going to set the over-under at for beers on this one? The over-under is going to be uh, six and a half. 6.5. Okay. I'm writing that down. Hey, Bo is here. 80. There he is. Real G's move in silence. Like lasagna. The, the, the S is silent at the beginning. That's how silent. It is. Oh my God, I'm going to the ocean. That, that was <laughs> such a bad joke. That's a fine. <laughs> I didn't even hear it, and that's a fine. Penalty box. Oh, so what's going on, guys? Pre-game. Over-under on beers. Oh. Uh, pre-game. Yep, we uh, – cat's standing on my notes. 6.5? That's, uh, is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, I believe. Yep. I think these are pushing 7%, so I'm going to take the under. That's a wise choice. Our best guest of honor is in the in the waiting room there, fellas. We ready to get this show on the road? Yeehaw. Welcome, Yeti. Hello. Hey, hey. Yeti. Is, uh... Troy, I don't know what color hair like, or why I would have assumed you were not like full-on Santa Claus, but uh-huh. here we are. <laughs> Look at I that even salad. use the purple shampoo for old people <laughs> to, keep it, to keep it white and shiny. Hey, thanks for coming. Ah, this is awesome. I wanted to start right off the bat, and thank you for uh, your donations to the, uh, the, the brackets. ESPN. If you're out there listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> he just—he should be apologizing to me. My 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 feelings are hurt. I mean, like, that's right. That's what I'm know. talking about. Damn. He did, he did, he didn't want anything from YetiBlanc.com. That's YetiBlanc.com, where you can buy different shirts and other merchandise. And soon I'll have more music up at YetiBlanc.com. Did I mention it was YetiBlanc.com? That dot com. It's a dot com. Dot net? Dot, dot com. I like how Ron's cat is looking at me instead of Ron. Oh, man. No, he's he, he I've been trying to get rid of him since I don't know how long. I, I heard a couple episodes ago. The cat wouldn't leave you alone. Oh, no. He's already bumped onto the windscreen and into the stand. And now he's sitting <laughs> directly on top of all of my notes. Um, so hopefully, I mean, worst case, uh, I'll try to do it from memory. I, feel rude booting the cat he'll just come back the very next day the cat came back they (laughs) thought he was a goner but the cat came back he just (laughs) wouldn't stay away (laughs) nice 
Are you recording separate tracks? Uh, no. Okay, then I will not record my native auto, audio and send it to you. My Zoom audio comes in, always comes in like really hot for some reason, and I can't fix it. I've just oh, well. been throwing compression on there and kind of hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's been SOP over here. Speaking of which, that's uh, kind of takes us right into the production end there. Um, so how, how did that whole thing come to be? I know like geographically, clearly you're, you're not uh, down there in Florida. So how, how does this whole thing come about? Yeah. So uh, really it was you know, forming a relationship with Chris by sending in show songs. And that kind of, he just like that, that I didn't know I was building that foundation there. My wife was kind of like, always get, like, she's like, you're spending all this time doing songs. You're not getting paid for. I'm like, I get it. I get it. But I'm building relationships and, uh, and, and like, I'm not outwardly like th- that isn't what I'm outwardly trying to do, but it is a byproduct. You know, I'm meeting a lot of people that, that are fun and, and, you know, m- meeting people on Twitter that I'm having fun talking to and, and then, you know, getting some exposure to the show. And so it got to the point where Chris is like, if it ever is, doesn't get played, it's all on Mike. Of course, he just blamed it all on Mike. <laughs> but it's really, it's, it's a mixture of probably, if it didn't get played, it was probably 80% Mike, 20% Chris forgot to send it in. It was, you know, one, one of those two. And, and usually, I mean, almost everything I submitted got played. Um, there were a few that didn't. My Michael Doliak song that was a, a take <laughs> on the Foo Fighters Monkey Wrench. It, it didn't get played, but I think I okay. just it was just behind the Dolly acting, and it was like over it was over three minutes long, or, or maybe it was two minutes. Either way, the first couple of songs we got the full things played, but then after that, you really had to keep it tight down to like one minute. But I did a full recreation on that. I didn't do any karaoke tracks. Like I, I played all the stuff. You know, wow. made the instrumental monkey wrench. I really thought that he'll put his D on Rafe LaFrance would, would, uh, would, um, <laughs> uh, seal, would the deal. seal it, but it, yeah. it didn't. So that, that, that was a little <laughs> ego punch, but, um, but either way, most of the stuff I, I send in got played. If, if it didn't either, it just didn't fit time wise or, or, or something along those lines. So built that relationship. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Greg and Chris were making, I, I, I couldn't tell if they were making jokes, but for a couple of weeks, they had said, um, something along the lines of Chris needs an intern or, uh, um, and then, but then there was one episode that just stood out a little bit more like, like, you know, Chris really needs help, um, because of some other things he was going to be taking on. That was yet yeah, was before they announced that Cinephile was joining metal arc. I think that might've been announced right before metal arc in and in and of itself was announced. It'd be right about a year ago from now. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, in fact, all this was really hitting the heights a year ago which was like a year after we started sending in all the songs. Um, yeah. So actually this next week's episode, next Monday's episode will be one year for me on, on the show. Wow. So over the last couple of weeks, it was one year from when we started having these talks. And so either way, I heard Chris say something, you know, it made it sound like they actually might be looking to get somebody. So I just DM'd Greg and I'm like, I don't know if you're looking for anybody, you know, but if you are, <laughs> I'm your guy. 
maybe i guess you know i was very kind of you know coy about it but then i get a message from chris i was just basically i i was dumb enough to ask you know right and um stugats shoot your shot right 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 and so um chris uh got a dm back from chris with some you know his classic eyeball emojis that he loves to do (laughs) and uh and he said my dad said you sent him a message let's let's talk he wasn't sure if you were serious or not and i told him that no this he actually knows what he's doing he's you know started his own show um with andrew and you know i hear what he does with his music i think he knows his stuff to be at least of a minor bit of help to us so we got to talking (laughs) had a couple of chats and within a week or so it was yeah we want you and so here we are a year later wow and uh yeah it's it's been it's been pretty cool. And like yeah, yeah, I don't want to put out there, but um, question: I, You're you, you're so committed to music. How much of that is just a side hustle, and how much of it is part of what you do to to feed the fam? It's all side hustle um, right now. You know, doing um, doing um, something creative like this with music and with you know voice is my you know like if you had to ask me what would i want to be doing for my day job it would be that it would would be that doing creative things with with music or the voice um but uh but that doesn't feed the family yet but you know this is another thing it's building my resume it's exposing getting me more exposure um and and i i will tell you i love working for the cody's like it is the most rewarding work that i've put in um just because we get to do just fun crap and and like, i don't know that ship episode was rough man how much stuff do you have to listen to to get through that today i i only cut like three or four minutes that of what they sent me hmm. it was actually pretty easy i i loved i had, I had a lot of fun with this episode um but yeah this this is actually pretty easy edit the the hardest thing i had to do was just put in the you know man overboard and you know the the dumb transitions and uh um and and that's really it the rest of it was pretty much you know they kept they kept it pretty pretty tight um i only had, i only cut up cut, cut a few things out so and nothing embarrassing there was actually nothing like over <laughs> over there, like there was nothing like no red flags that i had to cut out to save the show or anything disappointing did we expect <laughs> more of the all-inclusive they did, i haven't they gotten to it yet but did they discuss how drunk they got every night uh no so- they, they they discussed getting drinks but they didn't you know they weren't like you know like yeah i was falling all over the place i mean you, i could hear it you know a decent amount <laughs> because i loved it when chris said that greg was playing roulette by himself uh on one of the cruises in the past so yeah that's pretty, pretty entertaining that was great yeah he um uh so yeah so they, they uh, like they actually held it together pretty good like chris at one point was like hey make me sound not drunk and i was like you actually sound like the the last five words it could kind of slur but the rest of it was really clear dude you're good you're fine you know, and I wish they would have been just wasted. I mean, <laughs> that would probably made for a hard, harder edit on me. So like, I appreciate. Uh, like, make me sound like. Does he think you have a not drunk filter that you can just go right? Right? Select yeah, it's, it's and, a plug-in like, from from you know. Yeah, the, it was like nine ninety nine. Antares people, so yeah, the Antares the folks over at Antares um, who make auto tune. They they have a, an, an auto sober uh, plug-in. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a Greg in the bush filter. <laughs> but he'd sound like a he'd sound like a stately diplomat falling in through that right, filter. Right. So like, One go. step, two step, I'm in a bush. Oh, oh shucks. Drats. Christopher. 
<laughs> Come retrieve me from said foliage. <laughs> uh, and, and did you hear Hark, that? The Azalea. And did you hear that clone nation? The Cody's are awesome to work for. That's right. They are. The uh, the Cody's are awesome to work for. Like I said, it's it's Chris actually like I, I'm a manager at my day job. And um and Chris, like, especially early on, was so good about coaching what they want and and give me tips right away as far as the on-air stuff is concerned. And a couple of things about the editing that he wanted me to change a little bit. And I was just like, I was so impressed because most of my managers have never been that fast. Like, like he wouldn't let it sit. He, you know, like after recording our first few episodes, like after each episode, he'd, he'd give me a call and he'd be like, try this. Or, or, you know, what, like he early on, like right away, he was like, here's, here's, here's a little tip. He says, you know, you're used to running your own show where you're the first voice, you know, you're the third voice here. So do more, you know, listening and thinking about what you're going to say so that you can get in and get out, you know, and, 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 and like, I was really appreciative of that instant feedback. There was nothing personal about it. It was just quick. It was just like, Hey, here's what we'd like to see. Awesome. Let's rock and roll. And it's like, I would wish that most of my, I got that from some of my managers, but I would love to have had that from the majority of managers I've had, which I do not, you know, they, they'll, yeah. they'll wait for something to blow up. And, uh, and so, or, or just real amb- ambiguity to what they're trying to tell you. Yeah. 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 They'll, they'll kind of, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll beat around the, the proverbial foliage yeah. um, or the aforementioned <laughs> foliage. Yes. Um, the Greg Cody Memorial fo- foliage. That's what we call it. <laughs> Speaking of, does greg have stickers left i lost i never got sticker. one either dang it i should have I, I got i i couldn't find a, a stamp oh. he does he does have stickers left uh, he actually brought some on the cruise so i don't know if they'll nice. survive the cruise no but, way. um but he does ha- have some on the cruise so yeah he does have a few left i'm not sure how many but he does have a few uh, um, the stickers have tested positive for covid that, yeah, yeah, they will not be yeah, making yeah. it back well if you <laughs> if you tried to put them out in the rain yeah they, like you put them on your car they definitely got caught the vid they, yeah. they, they fade away really quick they, they didn't they he didn't order the glossy like with with the uh, ex, uh outdoor finish on it so maybe Hopefully one day it's not like cap. the same kind of, i know it's hey, oh, capo yeti sorry hey. if you covered this already since i showed up late uh I remember when you got the job with the Greg Cody show, but how, how did it come about? Did they audition people? Did you, you know, I'm curious. <laughs> Cap's going to try to draft me for a third time now. <laughs> well, I have an, I have an idea of how you got picked. No, like I, a certain, Oh, go, go uh, for you, it. Go for it. Let's see how off you are. <laughs> okay. So Greg had like a, uh, a survivor um, type of uh, tournament set up with, uh, you know, accounts from Twitter. And you guys all had to like go battle it out, and um, it didn't really come down to who won the events. It was just who Greg liked best, and uh, you won. And on uh, on on the on the note of um, the stickers, can I just have permission um, to uh, make some bootlegs and post them around? No, <laughs> can I have your blood. <laughs> oh damn! Okay, stay it's tuned. trademarked. No, but stay tuned. Um, uh, uh, okay, so. Um, first, the cap- killer sound. God, Cap. <laughs> All right, Cap. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this on behalf of Pam. Um, and and so, if you had listened to the Lower After Hours episode right after I got hired, the whole story is there. And in fact, I'm still answering the first question. Um, if 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 they were to have me on, have me on right now, I'd still be answering the first question. It's still going on. <laughs> um, so, uh, but but have you seen the the video for Beat It? 
Michael Jackson's beat it. I should clarify Michael Jackson's beat it, not anything else um, <laughs> where they, where the, the, the gang gets together and they lash their arms and they have the knife fight. Let's just say Greg ended up with 10 less followers because, you know, they were dead. And, um, and, and I was the, the last man standing, which, Surprise. which makes me think, does anyone ever notice that to be in a gang in the eighties, according to music videos, you also had to be an off-Broadway dancer. Like it was a pre, it was yeah. part of the initiation. You had to get right. pass a dancing audition to be in their, in their street gang. That's right. Right. But the markets right. were bad. So the streets were just swarmed with off-Broadway dancers that were just unemployed and looking for a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, just stabbing in infinity sync. for knives. Right. Well, yeah, all in sync. A lot of leather, also. So yes, yeah, so, no, no, Cap. Basically, I, I heard them talk about it, and I asked. I heard them talk about possibly needing some help, and I just asked. And there we go. It was the first, first and only to ask, and and I got the job. So, well, he's breathing. So let's I mean, hire him on. That's pretty awesome. If that's really true. Yeah, yeah. That that's really how easy it was. I mean, it, it come, came for a year after building up the relationship with Chris by sending in show songs. But um right. I so I just remember when they said they were announcing a producer, I was like, okay, it's it's gonna be Juju, right? Because they're gonna just get him, they got him already, and, and then and I know that Juju and Greg love each other. And so I mean, I think we were all pretty excited to hear that it was someone we knew also and were fans of or friend yeah. friendly with, you know. So yeah, yeah, it um it was uh it was it was cool. Like um a lot of people were guessing Juju, people went directly to Andrew. Um, which Andrew knew and his inability to answer because he said he wouldn't say, but like steak, steak, like cornered him. And when Andrew didn't answer, steak just went in and called it and said, it's Yeti. And, uh, <laughs> and I just kept quiet the whole night. I basically stayed off of Twitter for the whole night um, and ignored any DMS that I got. So I could, uh, um, so I wouldn't, you know, outright say anything. So, but Man, uh, I don't know who's running this, but can I bring up a topic? I've been dying to know for a year almost. Hell yeah. <laughs> the freedom guests that you had were like the most amazing, peculiar. <laughs> you got to talk about how did you get, I mean, did you guys get rejected by a bunch of people because it was three in the morning or? No. Um, we, uh, oh, I was really, really hoping that Method Man, because Method Man was going to join at some point, but nobody knew when. I was really hoping he would just call in during the Greg Cody hour because he was in the cobbler and I wanted Greg to talk about calling Don Shula the cobbler. And, but you know, that, that, did, that didn't pan out, <laughs> but um, uh, I would have loved, just loved the dynamic of Greg trying to talk to method man about old school hip hop. That's my style. You know, cause Greg is, he's, he's <laughs> reggae man. He's old school hip hop man. He's salt life. You know, he's everything. Um, mm. But uh, no, the the belly button doctor, um, John Roberts, he had reached out to the show at some point. I don't remember when about Greg's belly button or we, we had talked about needing a doctor and he reached out. He's like, I'm not a belly button doctor, but I like the show. So that was you know, Chris. Chris arranged that. And then um, is there such a thing as a belly button doctor? <laughs> it, I mean, just a general general surgeon, you know, they deliver babies. The, was he <laughs> even a doctor? <laughs> or did you just like the show? So yeah, he, he he liked the show, but he he was a um uh, um radiologist, I think. But I mean, he, but he's actual like doctor that deals with that type of stuff. Um, not like not like a rad tech um or anything. Yeah, like I was that. gonna say he was the rad tech. He he was just taking people to get X rays. No, like, yeah. no, no. Like <laughs> he's lucky I kept him on the air though, because he went to Duke. So um, I forgot mm, you're you're a fan wow. of eight million, million basketball, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Name all your football teams, Yeti Smetana. 
All right, so here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, uh, <laughs> um, I I grew up in North Carolina in the in my mom's hometown. So all her family's big time Tar Heel fans. So we're 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 we're, we're Tar Heels from from her. My dad grew up just outside of Tallahassee. So all his side of the family is big Florida State fans. Um, so those are my college teams. You're a BYU um, fan because Streeter went there, probably. Not at all. My pa- I was born in Provo, though. My parents were were at BYU. Then Dad got on academic probation because he, he just I think <laughs> I he probably quit babies. going to class. Had babies. So yeah, because he had me. It was too busy making me nine months and six days after the wedding. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, my my parents were were at, were at BYU when I was born. But no, I've always kind of railed against that because everyone I go to church with, it's the Lord's team. I'm like, he doesn't care. <laughs> the bigger things to cry about than who wins in a stupid ass football game and so like so i always just kind of like rebel without a cause against byu i don't hate byu but i'm never like oh no, byu like i never feel this like responsibility to uh I hate to, God, to support I hate byu so one night not too long ago i was doing some drunken twitter scrolling and uh jim mcmahon said follow me back follow me and i'll follow you back if you give me a good reason I said, I'm near a BYU school. It ain't, ain't, ain't in Hawaii or Utah. And uh, sure enough, Jim McMahon's now my biggest follow. That's right. Oh, yeah, no you're not far out of Rexburg, are you? No. Are you? You're, yeah. So um, that's funny. You got Jim McMahon. Yeah. It's no. Uh, you, my parents were on campus, I think, around the same time he was. And you can't tell me that, uh, that, that they didn't bend some rules for him. But oh, right. <laughs> um, but um, but anyway, yeah. So like, yeah, it's Carolina and and and, and Florida State uh, for for college um, baseball. It's the Braves. That's who I, who I grew up with. And then I moved out to Seattle. And the Mariners were actually my first major league game that I went to, and I fell in love with them. Same lovable loser stuff that I fell in love with the Braves when I was a kid in the eighties. <laughs> um, and so yeah, they were I terrible. Absolutely love, absolutely love the Mariners. Basketball, I adopted the Heat a few years ago. I never had a ride or die team, but because of the show's enthusiasm, um, right, right about it was, it was. They still had uh, he who shall not be named on the team. I can't, I can't remember if it was before or after the Butler signing, but I wasn't fully committed. So I full on will admit, you know, like um, a bandwagon, bandwagon Heat homer. I'll, I'll admit that, but I'm going to stick with them. Like they are my ride or die team. The only thing that will split it is if the Sonics come back, and also I'll do like I do with baseball. And have my East Coast team, my West Coast team. Um, yeah, that's but, when I was done with basketball. When the Sonics disappeared, like, that was heartbreaking because I was out, out there their last their last year there. I was a big and Kemp and Peyton guy back in. Oh man, that left shrimp getting getting to go to a game. That gives me a warm feeling. Just yeah. debt left shrimp. <laughs> let, let that sit for it's a while. Because Ma- you're allergic Hmm. Do you think of the Sonics when you think of Detlef Trump, or do you think of the Pacers? I think of the Sonics. Me too. Me too. But the Pacers, but the like, fan. like it, it, it made me have to go back in my, my like, I had to look it up because I was like, how long did he play with which? You know, because when he showed up on on Parks and Rec, I was like, oh, oh crap, yeah, he, he did play with the Pacers. Crap, what's the history here? I can't remember. Yeah. And so, I I it's where it he started, up. right? They draft him? Detlef Schrempf, drafted with the eighth pick in the first round of the 1985 draft by the Dallas Mavericks. I can't remember now. I think he signed up. with Seattle. I haven't looked it up since I was writing the Madoliak song. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to make sure that he didn't win a championship. Because um, I needed to rhyme. Uh, I, I needed to throw in Greg Ostertag and Detlef Schrempf. Basically, <laughs> that, 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 that they, you know, they, they're... They're nothing because the one thing that comforts me is that legacies are measured out in rings. 
And, uh, you know, Doleax got one. They don't. So I wish but Greg it, Ostertag had one. Now, now I'm kind of sad that Greg <laughs> Ostertag doesn't have a What a name. Man. That's what we call in, tr- in church ball growing up. Every, like, if there was a big white dude, he was always called Ostertag. <laughs> or if it's a big white dude with a kind of a flat top, he was Eric Montross. That's what we call him. <laughs> what about big country brought Reeves? Yeah. It was a love for him. That was, that was a little yeah. after my church ball days. So. <laughs> The nickname Yeti Blanc, wh- where does this come from? Two prong mm-hmm. uh, approach to that. My wife, when I was on Facebook, she would love to. You know, I've, I've size 14 feet and I kind of <laughs> lumber around. I mean, I'm only six one. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, wow. I'm, it's not, it's not like I'm, you know, like this complete lerp that's six seven that, you know, that, but, but like I move kind of slow. And so she always just kind of jokes on me about the, 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 the Sasquatch, you know, walking through the woods picture and stuff. So when I was on Facebook, she'd get into my account and change my profile picture to you know, Sasquatch <laughs> all the time. So there's kind of all of the little Yeti undertones with that, but um, there's okay. the microphones the the um, blue microphones makes the Yetis. That's the model. Right. And I can't remember if I saw a Yeti that was white, um, buy blue microphones or if it was just i know that blue makes the snowball as well that's another microphone they make and they make and that's a white one if it's this round thing um it, it's a white one but either way for some reason the the you know yeti blanc hit me and i was like that would be my, i started joking around i was like that would be my rap name blah 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 but then I was, <laughs> as i started getting into doing more music i was like that fits as my music name i'll do it you know and it and i, I liked it because it would also it, it could be a, ba- a full-on band's name as well true it's, you know it, it not most likely but it could be like it could fit and so it's not like i'm dave matthews band up here you know? <laughs> um, like an early 2000s alternative band well the, no i'd have to be yeti blanc 87 or something yeah. you know i'd have to have <laughs> and a, the or or the yeti blancs or the blancs Ooh, or something that'd like be that good you know? yeah the i think that it was always it. the followed by one syllable plural word um right that was a big trend Scottish. and then the number the numbers thing was a trend you know like some 41 made fun of that in uh in one of their videos they called themselves the sums which was which was a funny <laughs> little joke on that but um well now that we've transitioned over to the music uh we got some <laughs> top five lists here I, I hear there's some animosity a little bit of friction i'm uh, like positioned right here in the zoom well enough to to separate you two but uh <laughs> Uh, give me a little history on this. I'm uh, I did bring me up to speed. Sure, sure. Our friend Yeti is a huge Beatles fan. If you listen to anything he's ever talked about anywhere on a uh, podcast, he talks uh, about the Beatles. Same. And uh, I had my first fun interaction with him and Streeter and Taché over over a Rolling Stone cover of uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Uh. And uh, so Yeti, we thought we'd bring some Beatles conversation into our evening to transition just a little bit. So we got to start where everyone should. Which is always, what are your top five Rolling Stones songs? <laughs> so Troy's trying to troll me here. Um, <laughs> Yeti, while I Yeti, while we give you a, I'm gonna uh, gonna gonna kind of stall a little a little uh, a little bit. Oh, too. there's that capo magic. <laughs> no, a, you're gonna stall. Yeah, just just to give you just to give you a second to get your list. You know what I mean? Uh, like we we're fair, fair, and good. Why don't looking up? Why don't we all sing together? Hey Jude. <laughs> wait, oh wait, do we have right. the, uh, the money to afford that, Ron? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. One of my favorite, one of my favorite no. uh, episodes of uh, Arrested Development is when the, there was a fight going on between rival banana stands, 
and Ron <laughs> Howard's voiceover comes on and says, the whole thing really fit together with to yellow submarine, but really who could afford that? And so they, they made their own little spoof song. That was, We're floating along in our yellow boat, our yellow boat. We're taking a stand in our yellow boat. It's so, it's, and they've got the echoing in our yellow, our yellow boat. I really, I really oh, like those Arrested curve. Development songs they did. They did. Uh, I like Balls the one, in the air is my favorite. Well, yeah, the jungle one. That's a that's a really good one. How much can you do? Just grab a hold and juggle all those balls in the air. (laughs) It's so good. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Now I will say this, Troy, I don't hate the stones. I'm just kind of indifferent to them. They just don't do much for me with them. They do exactly what a hater would say (laughs) before they get their top five list. (laughs) But but they do have some songs that I enjoy. I do have to give them credit on some. And I I will say to dispel them, there's always, there's for a long time been um, uh, this myth that the Beatles and Stones hated each other, but they didn't really. Like it it became a media thing. And in fact, one of my favorite bands, they're actually from Minnesota. Um, uh, they're called uh, from Duluth called low. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. Just really beautiful, really weird, weird artsy music, but they've got a song called hatchet and it says, let's bury the hatchet like the Beatles and the stones. And it's a, it's a excellent, excellent song. But um, I mean, if I remember right, Mick tried to warn John against signing with Alan Klein, which ultimately led to the Beatles breakup because base Klein, basically he, he it, it was, um, the the stones had their their um in england they do ltds not llcs right and um and alan was having them sign all their publishing rights and everything over and he had them sign it to the rolling stones llc which was his corporation that he started in the united states so all their catalog from pre i don't remember what year 67 maybe something like that all the publishing uh, royalties would go to alan klein he basically just stole it right out from under him because he did he switched out the ltd for an llc so he is you know the king bastard of the world but um <laughs> but uh, but if I, so if i remember right mick even tried to convince john don't go with him but i can't remember but i also think that's how he met john was through mick so i, I don't remember the story there but either way all right on to the top 5 Okay, so I might have a couple of these song names wrong, but um, uh, <laughs> number five is Angie. Angie, I don't. Is that called Angie? Angie, Angie, Angie? yeah. I don't know. Um, all right, number four. Um, I don't remember. Is this um, ta da ta da? Yeah, yeah bye-bye. number four. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. What's the one? I I can't remember if this is the one about friend of the devil or no. That's the the Grateful Dead. Um, yeah. But uh, what Troy? What's the song with the devil? Sympathy in the for name? the devil. Sympathy for the devil. Is that the uh, woo woo? Pleased to meet you. Yeah. That uh. Classic. That that's pretty intense. Woo, woo. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. One. Number three uh, is can't always get what you want. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Number two, Wild Horses. I actually have a great fondness for that song. I think it's beautiful. I, I um, played guitar on that song with my sister in the high school talent in her high school talent show, and she actually won first place. She sang it with her friend Nathan, and um, and yeah, and they won first place. And it's the first time any of us won anything in any type of talent competition. I think it's because she actually prepared. Yeah, I was very bad at. <laughs> You're a ringer. Funny how that works. Yeah, you're a ringer. That doesn't count. You're too good. To, that doesn't count. You're a ringer. I am not a good guitarist. I'm not. <laughs> I am. Uh, 
I, I I'm really good. Over- I can play chords for anybody. I can do very very small amounts of lead, but I never I cool never man. took lessons and never learned my scales. And yep, so same way, <laughs> it just you know. But um, the okayest well, you know. guitar player. <laughs> if I in the studio, I can do some really cool guitar stuff because I can just overdub and fix my mistakes a hundred thousand right. times. Like but, let's um, just slide that part up a little bit where I was on beat, and mm-hmm. then, then, then or, that'll yep. be great. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> or or I'll cut this part out and record these two notes that I got wrong, you know, and, <laughs> and overdub those in. Yeah, we'll get it um, in post. Damn it. Yep, yep. That's that's it. So, um, if All I right, ever in number one, we got. And, and number one is jumping jack flash i was born in oh. a crossfire hurricane one i don't i don't have a, a ranking for this but it has to be top 10 opening lyrics to a song um it's absolutely you know that that that's awesome so if i have to listen to rolling stone songs that's about the only five i would listen to as well so and that that, that would that would be my ranking and don't ask me to name anymore i don't know that I can name any other, <laughs> other songs that was the <laughs> same problem i ran appropriately into. named songs nowadays if you go back through their discography on uh wikipedia you uh-huh. can see a whole bunch of stuff that didn't Just... really age well shall we say <laughs> well, you can say the same a about a lot of things i mean i mean look yeah. at Led Zeppelin's entire well. catalog isn't gimme shelter not being on the list a pretty big upset you know, I couldn't even sing Gimme Shelter. That it's is in every Scorsese movie, pretty much. That is, the <laughs> that is the equivalent of Scott Van Pelt leaving Kevin Durant off of his all-time forwards list back in like 2014. Something like that. He, uh, he, he, okay, he, we'll he, ask he, you for the new list at the end. <laughs> the only thing I throw out there is that uh, you can't always get what you want. Has been covered by so many great jam bands. I bet you can find a thousand versions out there from Hot Tuna... <laughs> And Rusted Roots <laughs> and some of those, nice. those oh, 90s Rusted jammers. Root, man. So you uh, want to find some fun stuff to strum to. That's where it's at. I used to, I, I basically burned a hole in the CD of uh, when I woke, um, when I was in my sophomore year, because one of the guys on the soccer team introduced me to it. Hot tuna. Papa John Creech, I see you, brother. <laughs> Respect. I have an update on the band Low. I yeah. reached out to my best friend who is from Duluth, yeah. Minnesota. Oh, and I asked him if he had heard of the band Low, and he says yes. Low is pretty good. So major, major <laughs> update. Breaking news! <laughs> wow! 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 And that's wow. the extent of he and I talking music. It's not a Screeter Yeti music talk. <laughs> if Troy doesn't have a, a Stones list, we should uh, move on to the Beatles. We had top five Beatles cameos on their albums. As I don't know that I could name five people who were guests on their albums because I, I can only think of on like the, uh, the the actual Beatles albums. You've got you know Eric Clapton, oh, and number on, one on uh, "Why My Guitar Gently Weeps," and Billy Preston on uh, most the, of the number two. Album. Yeah, but I don't know who else ever actually recorded on their stuff well you got my number one and my number two so i'll take you down to number three george martin in my oh, see, life, I, he, that, he's a he's but that harpsichord solo he's oh, an additional beetle like like so i wouldn't, well, I wouldn't have even thought of that fair but fair but yeah yeah because he did that on um uh in my life right oh yeah that harpsichord yeah. solo is the shit that was george martin yeah yeah george all right martin well i'll take also. you down to number four davy jones penny lane Dave jones from the monkeys yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. If you listen I, to Anthology, there's a weird thing where they uh, the, the where it runs after it was faded out, and you hear a voice, and I always, who the hell is it? And that was Davy Jones. Jones. I never yeah. knew that on Penny Lane. And my number five to uh, tip back to Troy's list was 
Mick and Keith and 24 other people on All You Need Is Love. Oh, they were in the crowd on that? I, di- I didn't realize Oh, yeah, that. yeah. They sang backup vocals on those. I didn't and realize. like I said, 24 other people, Linda and you name it, they're all in there. Very cool. I fell in love with Linda this past year. Yeah. Like, yeah, just became really fascinated with her and, and who she was and kind of what she did with Paul. There's, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. She was, she was really cool. I was looking up uh, the, the credits for that song and he, Greg Cody also on that song, believe it or not. <laughs> you, you never know. Wesley. Wikipedia. Wikipedia is the source. So, I mean, hey. You know, yeah. you can, you can't, someone, get always right someone get on there right now and, and change the entry for like hey, Judas, <laughs> he would love nothing more yes we gotta do that now yes. <laughs> and somebody edit him into the uh sergeant peppers cover just if his someone head does in that the please back. send me the screenshot please yeah um, he would love put him in the bag like, like, over top of muhammad ali featured as a guest singer on hey jude <laughs> well yeti i guess um i would like to ask since we've delayed you a while now and you've got to go before too long um let's talk about our little our little draft the commission yeah. ended up with with goods and a few other folks i gotta tell you it was a lot of fun to do and i think that my team that i was able to draft with you on it as the anchor man was kind of rock solid for lots of reasons, but I was wondering yeah, who would I be on that team? Would I be the glue guy? You're the glue guy for sure. Mm, you got the type of you can sing, the, you can dance, you can. It's going to go off the rails. Right? So they need the producer. I mean, it's you get to well, manage gonna, that talent. Where are you saying, Witty Joe? And, Witty and Smeddy are going to, they're going to get, they're, they're already getting into it on occasion where she gets annoyed with him. You're going to have to break that one up. I think. Oh, so good though. That combo, yeah, I, that's I think, like... I think they're great together. And though I, I was yeah. I was thrilled to, one, be included. So let, let me start there. Um, like, I was like, when, when Troy was telling me about it, I was like, what? How am I? Or, <laughs> no, no. He didn't even tell me about it. He just told me to give it a listen. And, uh, and so I did. And I hear my name on the board. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's weird, but I'll take it. Whatever. I, I, I really don't belong here, but I'll... I'll take it. You know, poor you squeezed out someone else. So who got left out because of me? I think first one out was Mikey A or was it Golik? Someone who's yeah. literally part of the network. <laughs> we wanted everyone in the great Cody show included. So, yeah, you know, I really wanted, appreciated that. That was cool. We wanted producers as well. We wanted yeah. to have to choose between some producers. And I, I think our list, I think it's a pretty strong list. I will say okay. I went too high, but I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Like, it's one of those things. It's like, I don't belong here, but I'll, I'll take it. Um, okay. Let I, me ask you then okay. three questions for you that you can think about one. What's the most egregious pick or what's the most <laughs> egregious non-pick or fall, whatever Two, you have to pick one that you definitely think you should have been drafted before that you weren't. And uh, who is your dead last pick? Someone um, at the big board up here. Cause I, I, I what will happen next? What rankings will we get from this week's special guest, Yeti Blanc? Stay tuned to the half ass Podcast Network for the exciting conclusion, which begins uh, now. 